0: Benny Johnson here with our premiere of In The Arena, our brand new show. Good evening. It is November 9th, 2023, and we have a spicy show for you. Welcome. This is our brand new show with Tenet, and we're very excited about it. We integrate memes into almost everything that we do. Obviously, we are not going to start the show off without a meme. The meme was based on the GOP debate, which we were at last night, because that's what the show is about. This show is about going into the arena. American politics is the most fascinating form of politics on planet Earth. The stakes are higher, and it's actually never been more entertaining. And we should embrace that. We should be encouraged by that. It's really a wild time to be alive. You have four or five different people that will be running for president. You have like Jill Stein just announced, Joe Manchin just dropped out of the Senate to run for president. You have Donald Trump, of course, and then you have a wild GOP debate last night. Joe Biden can't even put a shirt on. We'll bring you that clip in a second. It's just a fascinating time to be alive. You should, we should take a step back and appreciate that. And that's what we're going to do on this show. In the arena is named, of course, after the famous speech by Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt is the youngest president ever. Teddy Roosevelt was a, a veteran, uh, was Secretary of the Navy. Teddy Roosevelt is the reason why we uh, have places like Puerto Rico uh, in sort of the American uh, diaspora, right? And 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 more importantly, Teddy Roosevelt is somebody who got really upset at the establishment in his own party, uh, the Republican party, the conservatives at the time, and like formed his own party and then ran for president and gave a speech about being in the arena. Uh, and gave a really compelling speech about what it means to actually be somebody who is fighting for something. It went like this, in small part The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly and errs, who comes up short again and again. But there is no effort without error, no shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do deeds? who knows great enthusiasms, great devotions, who spends himself on a worthy cause, who is best known at the end for his triumph of high achievement. And at worst, if he fails, at least he fails daringly and greatly. This is the place that shall never be with those cold and timid souls who will never know victory nor defeat. That is what this show is named after. We so very much loved the emphasis on those who are fighting. Well, that we brought our own fighting spirit to this show. We went to the Republican debate and we decided to be in the arena. We spoke with our, uh, someone that we've worked with before, Vivek Ranswamy. And we said, could we do a full on embed with you inside of the arena and do a debate prep day with you where we just sort of track your entire day? Little did we know exactly what we were in for with Vivek and what kind of a night we were going to have. It was a wild night last night we covered everything for you we've had zero sleep as we are live now to bring you less than 24 hours after the debate uh this really special behind the scenes look at what it's like to be in the arena what it's like to actually fight and to strive and to air and to throw the haymakers and to be a man of consequence ladies and gentlemen it is our, uh, very excited, excited, uh, for I guess all of us in this brand new set and everything to give you our first series in the arena with Vivek Ranswami debate day from Miami, hot off the editing presses. Let's go. The GOP debate made history, as the first debate started off with a call for a resignation of the GOP chairwoman and a absolute napalming of the moderators.
1: Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ron. Sorry. this is how we get our country back.
0: How did we get here? Here's the story. Debate day in Miami with Vivek Ronswamy. Let's go. So welcome to Miami. We are here for uh, the debate for the Trump rally. Tonight is raining currently. It's 9 a.m. And we are heading over to Vivek's Airbnb. And we are gonna go um, spend the day debate prep with Vivek.
2: (laughs) That's love right
1: now.
0: the BJ man. I'm gonna do this. That's right. The yeah, BJ go. man. I sure. yeah. okay. That's my OnlyFans name, actually. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> do, you, do you subscribe?
3: <laughs> this is awesome! Thanks man!
0: You only sleep in houses with giant Buddhist statues? Awesome. Well we brought it
1: actually. It's part of our because as you, as you may know, a little bit of a different religion. So we have to travel with our idols and our statues. So that's what we did here today. Uh, that's
0: that's what the that's what the the no, yokes the yokes outside they have to carry that giant stone statue. Jeez, that's, right, that's
1: right, that's right, that's okay. right. You know, we. Uh, <laughs> that's why we travel private aviation. Did you? It's The statues that really that really clinched that for us. should help in
0: Ohio. I mean, there wasn't a single W last night for Republicans. Nope. It's just I can stay up late enough. There was everything. Virginia was. Oh, so gosh. all you yeah. know is that a state that was a state state that Joe Biden lost by twenty five points. Democrat won the gubernatorial race, right? Like you're staring at you yeah. Uh, in Virginia, the Democrats retained the uh, legislature. Yep. Both. both Pennsylvania, it. the Democrat won the
1: open Supreme Court seat. Uh, and is a time when Biden is trailing even Trump in the general yep. election that New York Times, yep. New York Times. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and so,
0: so so, here's what's happening. The, the real disconnect is that the RNC is incapable of taking the rage that the country feels towards the administration and actually channeling it into results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they are incapable of doing that. Right. It's
1: we should be rage towards easiest? the administration, but this is a channeling mechanism and it has failed.
0: Easiest thing
1: ever. And to have the infrastructure to no, go it's it's chase ballots. It's, it's it. yeah. given us the trashy moderators that are doing tonight's That's today. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Since yeah. exactly. yeah. yeah. exactly. for the court uh, of being established. I did not believe that you're going to have to listen
0: to Christian Welker or Les Paul. Maybe that should be my opening statement. That is unbelievable.
1: Opening statement?
2: I like it. Except for the other one that we. I mean, I got
1: some other messages too to get out tonight.
2: Yeah, you got an important one. Yeah. But I think it's all part of that same thing. This this is that, this is those people who still think they have power in the Republican party Mm -hmm. because the base has left them. We don't want-
1: they left the base. Yeah, dictating to. No, they. Down. The,
2: the base has left them behind, and they're trying to keep drag <laughs> us down
1: with them. Oh, they're gonna be so upset because these
0: snooty, the snooty like uh, persnippity moderators to be compared to Greg Gutfeld, and then it'll throw them off. It'll throw them off their game so bad because you'll be like, you, you, you. People are clowns to us, right? Like our base doesn't like you, yeah. and it's nothing personal. Yeah. It's just you've earned it, right? You've lied to them, and
1: consistently. Yes.
0: So why are we allowing you to be our inquisitors? This is yeah. such a broken RNC. This is such a. Yep. Yeah. This such a broken, yeah. broken system. You're obviously yep. going to decide, decide
2: right. someone who's yeah. more palatable to you, which is the base. That's right. Of Neocon.
0: Man, people will sing on that one. You think I should
1: open with it? The phosphos. I kind of
0: like it. Foss. Do you think
1: I should just open with Foss's it? debate, right? No. So like, they'll no but it's also just in general. Like, just could just. I mean, just start with like based on what happened. I, I just say I had we had a different pre canned opening statement, but I'm not going to give that one because last night was a disaster. Well done. And we have to acknowledge the system is broken. This Republican Party is broken. Yeah. And ask ourselves what the hell we're doing. Yes, right. this is this is the people here. I mean, Ronnie McDaniel should not be rewarded with the leadership of the RNC. She should step aside. Somebody more capable should step up to channel the anger against Joe Biden to actually win elections. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have these three jokers sitting here instead of Tucker Carlson and Joe Rogan or Elon Musk or Charlie Kirk or anybody else yep. who okay. could be moderating this debate. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Gutfeld who could be moderating this debate yeah. aren't it'd be the equivalent of having Greg Gunfeld moderating a Republican, a Democratic debate yeah. to have Kristen Welker sitting here tonight. This is, us being here right now in this setting is everything that is wrong with this Republican yeah. party. Do you think
0: the DNC would allow Greg Gutfeld to yeah. moderate a debate with Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders on
1: stage? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, that, no. I really think that's really salting. So it is that's so actually counting. really, yeah. Didn't ask you, you know, but it's precisely what they're doing to you. Because so that, so be- that, that that's why this debate is already broken and then you've got establishment stooges on stage that represent what's wrong with the party. You got Joe Biden collecting checks from Ukraine, sending money back to Ukraine, you got Nikki Haley doing it from defense contractors and somehow yeah, clamoring for war. Everything wrong with this party. Zing. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: actually no. maybe that's just what we do. Like you'll it.
0: throw them so off their game. They'll be so enraged you to you compare to Greg Othell. They'll be so angry. And the audience will see what you'll do is you'll do the Trump, Megyn Kelly thing where like you turn the audience on the hosts and then they're like, they're like so off balance. They won't yeah. be able to. Yeah.
1: I, like I kind of it. like it. I really like all right, it. man, we just changed our plan. Cool. I kind of like this actually. <laughs> I kind of like it. Lot, like yeah, right. It. Yeah, we do this for a living. isn't like, All I do, all I'm not I'm not I do, too. That's, that's where I
0: we start. Start. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I just do pattern recognition and energy. Uh, and the energy
1: would be on this topic right now. Yeah. So. You mean just like in the like in the cut like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Up in yeah, our. Everyone's very angry. This is where this is where our. Uh, we uh, just yeah. left
2: Ohio, where Retired. we had Retired. yet another failure.
1: We're yeah. tired. No, just like, yeah, if, Retired. If you, I mean, if I just reference what happened last night, people know what happened last night. Yeah. yeah.
2: Just say, yeah. say, say, say just say it. The
1: bloodbath for Republicans.
2: Yeah. About, last night,
1: from yeah. Ohio. Yeah, like, from Ohio. yeah, from Ohio. Is you from Ohio? Yep. Yeah. Sick and tired of what's going on. It's a broken system and a broken party. Ron McDonald should resign. Yeah. I think it's just, I mean, I think it's just say that. I mean, yeah. I Ronna should. McDaniel should resign. There, won't there needs be. to be some accountability. She's like, She should get up on stage right now. She's <laughs> here. Ronna, come up here and resign. We could just do that. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. Dude, I mean,
0: if you want to, if you want to ensure that you die the cast, like set the die and set the cast for the entire rest of the debate. That's probably the way they can do it. Because right. then, if, saying, you you early, it, if you get it out early, if you get out early, then everyone who's pecking online, we'll just go hard in on that angle because yeah. that's such a juicy angle. And they'll be like, nope, nothing else will matter, right?
1: The
3: debate yeah. will be yeah. over. Yeah
1: you will have already laid down the gauntlet. I think I can, I think you can tie in then the Kristen welfare talk about the, the Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop story told people it was a lie. Trump, Russia, collusion hooks told people it was a lie. And then you got ah. the Stooges Ooh. on the, on the yeah. stage. You got oh. the Stooges of the people on, on stage. You have the Nikki Haley's of the world getting paid by Boeing and everyone on down. So we could just go. We could just go nuclear on establishment. Three hundred and sixty degrees from the open. They represent
0: the thing that is the uh, biggest threat, obviously, and the the, the 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 people that are most despised. And here's, I don't think you should do it in your opening statement, or maybe you should. But my recommendation, and I've been waiting for a candidate to do this. My my recommendation, and please allow the awkward silence to play out before you when you ask them. Did Donald Trump collude with Russia? Can you, Kristen Walker, say right now that Donald Trump did not collude with Russia and that it was a hoax provided by Hillary Clinton? And then do not talk. Yeah. Please, do not say anything else. This is a problem, is that like, you get all this adrenaline going and then everyone blabbers.
1: Let the awkward side, be a stoic man. Can you say the Hunter Biden laptop story was real. Is the Hunter Biden laptop real? And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm gonna use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question, go. Mr. Ross. Sorry. This is how we get our country back. Then don't speak
0: and let that stretch out let them squirm the cameramen i know exactly how they'll they'll go right back to them cuz you've posited a question to the host and you will watch her Fiddle with her notes, stare at her shoes. That will be the most viral.
1: Like I've been waiting for this. Just be quiet Just be quiet and let that stretch out. Because I, I, I can do this from last night, from last night's, because like, I can start I can with the anger at the RNC. At the
4: beginning,
1: beginning anti-Rana. And then you channel it into the, they put these people right. here. It's like the equivalent of that's having true. great gut felt moderated debate to Kamala Harris, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. It's like just a funny sight. They would yeah. never do that. And yet that's what they've done here. And but, so- let's, but let's use the chance we have right now. Let me prove I it I got some questions. Let me prove yeah. it to you. Maybe.
0: Yep. Which one is it? I need you to say right now, did Donald Trump collude with Russia? Yes or no? Yeah. And when they say no, because there's so many libs that have, uh, have been lied to them. They, there's so many yeah. people that still in their brains believe that Trump did that because it was repeated to them so often. And yeah. to hear the moderator say no, if they do, if they have the guts to do it, I don't think they do. But to hear the moderator say no is instant mm. lightning in a bottle. To hear the moderator say, well, we're still looking into it. It's lightning in a bottle because then they're lying again. Mm-hmm. And then
1: you've caught, you, it's a trap of their own making. It's uh, Those two, those two yeah. questions. And we could probably hit a few others, but those are the
3: two no, best no, no.
2: ones. No, you
1: only want, because you, you want to you yeah. want space for awkward times. Those are the two, two. yeah. And, and a minute and a half for the opening though. I think it's pretty good actually. And, and, so and, and here's evidence of bad judgment. And you the, really this is, that, you, yes. you know, you, you could say, is this, is this the candidate's problem? No, there's different candidates, different cycle. It's the problem with the RNC, that failing channel, the anger against Joe Biden, which we see in every single poll, mm-hmm. in every single economic result, into a result in an election. And you wanna know why? You're making boneheaded decisions like the one we have tonight. Why don't we stop Dr. Carlson and, and you know, go down the list? And be super polite where you're like, no offense.
0: Yeah. By the way, nothing personal, Kristen, or, yeah. or I think it's Kristen Welker. Yeah. Yes nothing personal here. I
1: think I think you're pretty strong
0: actually yeah. that way. Yeah, nothing personal, right? It was never personal with like Donald Trump and Megyn Kelly. Yeah. Right? It wasn't Megyn Kelly, I hate you, you're dumb yeah. face. Like it, it was, it was nothing personal. Yeah. yeah, it was, you're setting up a trap for me, so I'm gonna set up a trap for you. Only Rosie O'Donnell, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. a trap. Yeah. And so now suddenly, and then they, the, the audience cheers and then you set them, they're completely off balance mm-hmm. because then the audience it, is it, against it, it, them it you, you, and they feel the heat on their back. And then, th- whatever she says, so th- again. I
1: actually stay
0: off it. Only Rosie O'Donnell. They're, that's a perfect trap yeah. for Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. Now she's playing his game, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. So when you say, is it, it whatever she says, Vivek, yeah. is news.
1: Whatever. She'll just be Yeah. Only response. Silence yeah. is news. Did Trump collude with Russia in the twenty sixteen yeah. election, or was that a made up Hillary Clinton hoax?
0: What are the three things she's gonna do? She could potentially. She won't do it, but she could potentially say, "No, Donald Trump did not collude with Russia." She probably won't say it, but that's news. If she says, "We're still looking into it," or "I don't know," that's news. Or, or if she's
1: silent. Silent. Or Awkward just, silence or trying to change the subject. Say you were the ones asking the questions tonight. And I'll say no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Trying to change the subject. No, you're not. Just trying to change the
0: subject. You say Just this is important tonight. Yeah, you say, because this is as much a referendum on you yeah. as it is um, on me. Yeah, and this is a conversation, Yeah. right? Yeah. So then you,
1: oh man, I mean, listen, dude. So, stu- so then I stay off competitors in the opening statement. Yeah, yeah, play, yes, dude. And I play in time for them later. I, I, I play in time for them later. All right, let's Let's uh, let's let's riff on that a little bit over today. You want to go for a jog? Yeah, let's go, go, go. for a
0: Yep. There, your boy, your boy, Dan.
1: Yeah, boy, dad, two.
0: Any advice? I have, um, I have one boy, I just got my
1: boy. Yeah, I think they're they're different. I mean, they, they come, they're, you they know, I don't want to say but they like trucks, sooner. Your little girls like trucks? Yeah. Like, they, the, the boys are drawn to trucks very early on in life. You're gonna do three? Jeez. Talking about three, I'm, I'm very. I, I, I'm, I'm more. I'm the more is better camp. But. Three's easy. When we had our child,
0: we made our announcement, and the next text message into my phone was Tucker Carlson saying, "Four's the easiest you'll ever have." It. Four's go for four. Go for did <laughs> Didn't even congratulate me. I'm That's good. Didn't six. even congratulate That's me. Good. He goes. He goes. Keep four. Keep Four's keep easy. Keep going. Yeah. That's <laughs> good. More is good. I think we actually win <laughs> the culture war. You win the win the culture war. We just, just all have five kids. Yes, yep. exactly. All of us have five kids, and we 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 win. People. I see a lot of people in my demographic in their like mid thirties, right, that have crisis. They don't have families. They haven't been married, and they don't have kids. And then this crisis is where they, they decide then to go regressive and relive their twenties and like relive their teen years. Yeah. Right? And they continue. They try and do this perpetual like, let's go to Taylor Swift concerts again kind of thing. And uh, uh, being a parent is actually the hack for that. Because yeah. When you're a parent, you actually live your childhood it's actually, it's, again. It's,
1: it's actually was made to be this way. It's interesting. It's uh, like it, what you're making is a is a. Complex and profound point that is actually just a really simple point, which is like, go through your life stages, have kids. <laughs> it's like kind of like the only way humanity perpetuates itself. Just go through it, and things are good.
0: Don't, Don't deny that. We've, yeah. We we miss that. So hey, They're good. Watch, ha- have kids. Yeah, have children. <laughs>
1: We're grateful to take a little bit of time and pray as a team. So thank you, Kimberly. It was a great idea.
2: It was a really, really good idea. Yes. Yeah. Um, if we can all just pray together here. God, we just ask that you surround the surround Vivek and Aporba and the team. As always, we just ask for your protection. Um, as we know, when you speak truth and shed light, as you ask us to do, the enemy will absolutely come after you. So we ask all these things in your name and
1: all people said, Amen. 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 Cameron, I'm grateful to you for reminding us to take these moments yeah. on, in, in the campaign trail during times thick and thin. And we've had both, but I think our best days are still ahead of us as a country yeah. and uh, and as a campaign. And I'm confident about that. And we are, um, both Apoorv and I woke up today feeling free, I guess would be the word that I would use. Oh, feeling free. And so, we pray that we may speak the truth and what's correct and, and pray for our family and pray that I may have the wisdom to say what needs to be said tonight.
2: And our amazing team.
1: And, yeah. our, and, and our team has lifted us this far and it will be the same team that lifted us this far that will get us to our destination, whatever that may be. And so I want everyone to know that our hearts are filled with a positive confidence about where this journey is going to the same place that we set out for. And you know we're grateful to all of you guys for Honestly, you don't have to be here. You you chose to be here, and we hope I take we that can trust seriously. Yeah, do
2: do what's needed, okay, yep. and fulfill the trust that you've placed in us. And we're so grateful for it.
1: Pretty good stuff here. I like this. Yeah, man. Sorry, man. How you, man. you so, yeah, to see you. What's your name, Bobby. Bobby? Yeah, see you, man. How easy is it to get on? What do you want to do? A jet ski? You guys, do you want to down do it or? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Cannonball! This is how you prepare for a debate in Miami. Let's go.
0: It's be real, real life. life. I know, it's
1: real life right here. right <laughs> here. our one of the greatest hosts. And then we have our...
0: Guys, you want your presidential candidates yep. to have hairy arms like that. Oh, that's okay. right. That's be a right. real men. We are similar. We <laughs> are similar. Yeah, you yeah. right. Similar. Hairy arms. There, there you go. go. you, you got to be
1: born with that stuff, it's... man. <laughs> What's up, man? It's crazy.
0: Christian Cannibal. So, um, there's a lot of
1: Buddha around here. Oh, You're God, right. We travel with them I told you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Idol worshippers take it seriously. I'm just <laughs> i can't with the house. People I didn't call you Idol no. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, this is fine. It's like, an, I don't mind. I don't take all this stuff personally.
0: Shortly after this, we had to pause for a debate walkthrough for Vivek and his team. No cameras allowed, so we'll be back in just a moment. Okay, so uh, walkthrough is done for Vivek. We weren't allowed to go. You only have, are able to bring like two people and no cameras, so that's a no on us. But we are now headed to Vivek's house again to get the uh, official drive in for debate prep. We'll be going to the uh, debate site. It's gonna be a wild time. Life, day in the life, presidential candidate. It's actually been really fun. Okay, so so candidate cribs, the life of the candy. So wow, look at this full size candy bars. I mean,
1: this is this is what? Like, come on,
0: full size. You, you got full size
3: front.
2: Okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, no no no. This needs to not thing. be announced because there's a video yeah, yeah, room.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh this right. this gonna be bad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's gonna be bad news here. At the top, at the
0: top, top. <laughs> <laughs> you Your first debate, man, they went hard at you. Yeah. Oh. Because you, you did, that suddenly would be like, you would pop. Yeah, they're just like, where's this guy coming from? Yeah, and everyone was like, oh, I'm gonna dunk, I'm gonna take this kid down. And they all came at you. Pence came at you, DeSantis came at you, Chrissy came at you, and Haley came hard. And Haley. Haley came at you pretty hard, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. The unspeakable lightness of what you handle the attacks i
1: don't think you're gonna like really
0: that. translate no, 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 the so smile hmm. the unspeakable lightness you light <inaudible> lightness yeah you laughed about it right it, it's, 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 it's it is so de-venomizing and defanging mm-hmm. okay. when somebody attacks you when you laugh in their face <laughs> oh betty you've been fired yeah i have been fired it's hard to find a place i haven't been fired yeah. from but it's, yeah it's funny like, tell yeah. me more Rose. Yeah. me more come on yeah. i want it yeah like it's great like it automatically like makes them look like a prick yeah and makes
1: you look as though like i have nothing Right? Yeah. that's the choice we face in this GOP primary. Do you want a leader from the next generation who actually cares about Americans? Or do you want Dick Cheney in three inch heels, in which case you got two of them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In which case you got two of them.
2: Swami, mean, let me turn to you, uh, please make your case,
1: why would you, uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here, and I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day, it a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronald McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018. 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you wanna come on stage tonight, you wanna look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there cheering for losing in the Republican party. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election, they rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story, and they're going to rig this election. Your time up. is up. Let me turn to That's Governor, Governor Christie. Mr. Ramaswani, any daylight between you and the candidates we just heard in this issue on, on what you would tell the prime minister? Not in terms of what I would tell the prime minister, no. In fact, I would go one step further. The founding vision of Israel was based on the idea that they don't want to depend on anybody else's sympathy or direction in defending themselves, so what I would tell Bibi is that Israel has the right and the responsibility to defend itself. I would tell him to smoke those terrorists on his southern border and then I'll tell him as president of the United States I'll be smoking the terrorists on our southern border. That's his responsibility, this is our responsibility, that's how we move forward. But I want to be careful to avoid making the mistakes from the neocon establishment of the past. Corrupt politicians in both parties spent trillions, killed millions, made billions for themselves in places like Iraq and Afghanistan, fighting wars that sent thousands of our sons and daughters, people my age to die, in wars that did not advance anyone's interests, adding $7 trillion to our national debt. And Joe Biden sold off our foreign policy. Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, got a $5 million bribe from Ukraine. That's why we're sending $200 billion back to that same country. The fact of the matter is the Republican Party is not that much better. You have the likes of Nikki Haley who stepped down from her time at the UN. Bankrupt or in debt was her family. Then she becomes a military contractor. She joins the board of Boeing and otherwise and is now a multimillionaire. So I think that that's wrong when Republicans do it or Democrats do it. That's the choice we face. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's gonna put this country first? Or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? All right, Mr. In which case, Ron we've slummy. got two of them on stage oh, tonight. Ron
3: slummy, thank you. Okay, so your
0: number one trend in the world Good. right now. Okay, every, every yes, every single pole looks just like this. Oh, nice. Every single poll. Every single nice. one. Nice. Okay. Tweeted by lovers, haters, every single yes. bullet above 90% who
3: won
1: the nice. debate. Yeah, I mean, I'm proud to just to speak the truth, probably be the clear winner of that debate tonight, but that's just one milestone. We're just getting warmed up. Our first serious ads in Iowa just went up in the last week. Everybody else been pounding the airwaves. We're just getting warmed up. Did you see
0: the- or get Nikki get ratioed into the sun for this tweet, Vivek. I wear heels. They're not for fashion. They're,
1: They're for, for ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like addicted. What? It's She's just addicted. Job. I don't know what that means. I mean, for I mean I, I'm, just, I, can I'm just can you just can you I'm just gonna retweet like that without comment. Look at, the, look at the ratio. I'm just gonna retweet that without comment. Can you just
0: yeah, of just, course.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna retweet that actually. Like, just like, like, I'm not even gonna comment on that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yo, what's up guys? We're driving back and uh, got ourselves a little car studio here. What a fun night. That is called In the Arena. This is the show that we are bringing to you. We will go into the arena and we will show you exactly uh, how it all works, right? and maybe (laughs) add a little bit of extra spice and tea just uh just for fun right that was a lot of fun see ya and that is our in the arena presentation for you from last night's debate debate prep day I, I, I've been around politics my entire life and I've never actually spent an entire day with a presidential candidate for debate prep. And it was so much fun to just like spitball ideas back and forth and to see the process and to go jet skiing and running and to be in the arena. That's what this show is about. And we, yay ain't seen nothing yet. We are going to be doing that a lot. We are going to be taking you there. That is the purpose of this show. That is the purpose of the in the arena speech from our boy, Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt, a patriot, and somebody who smashed the old and brought in the new. Remember, he made his own political party. He said, screw the establishment. I'm making my own political party. <laughs> it was awesome to see Vivek uh, and to talk with him and see him as a family man, uh, chilling out with his kids. He's got two kids. We got permission from the family, obviously, to, to, to show you the footage of him with his family and with his children. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a really wonderful thing got my own kids. In fact, I have my own Theodore, who is only six weeks old. Theodore is, of course, uh, a handsome, handsome young man, much like Theodore, no how much like Theodore Roosevelt, Theodore Rex right here. My little guy, he, the vague guy gave me some advice on how to ra- how to raise a boy. And we look forward to getting him plenty of trucks. But it's good to be in the arena. That's why we do this show. It's why uh, we're excited for this partnership with Tenet. It's why we're excited to tell these stories. I've been around politics my entire life, but it's never been more entertaining than right now. I mean, the the world is, of, the pres- of presidential politics, national politics, is incredibly dynamic and is something that uh, obviously holds extreme consequence over all of our lives. Uh, just moments before the show, massive national news. Joe Manchin resigning in the Senate. Joe Manchin, of course, the swing the swing vote from uh, West Virginia, Democrat, votes with Democrats a lot of the time, but also swings for Republicans and then own, owns a bunch of coal mines, okay? So not your typical Democrat. This guy dropped, just resigned and then is being embraced by a third, much like Theodore Roosevelt, by a third-party brand-new presidential campaign called the No Labels Campaign, fighting for the middle. So Joe Manchin, what does this mean? Well, this means that a Democrat is effectively going to be running against Joe Biden in his own party and Donald Trump, possibly on a unity ticket, right? So this is throwing everything into chaos. This also means that Republicans will most likely win the Senate seat in West Virginia, uh, thus putting the Senate at 50-50 and, and and that means you only need to win one other Senate seat, right? Montana is a, a good red state that's up. Ohio is another red state that's up. And so you could potentially see the Senate flip very easily in 2024. We'll see what Mitch McConnell does to try and prevent that. <laughs> and Continue to have Chuck Schumer in power. Ladies and gentlemen, in the arena, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood and strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again and again. Joe Manchin, ladies and gentlemen, resigning. Here's the clip that broke just moments before the show. That's why it's it's great to have this show. Like you have a show at five o'clock and there's like four or five different breaking news articles that that happen right before we go live. Here we go.
4: I believe in my heart of hearts that I have accomplished what I set out to do for West Virginia. I've made one of the toughest decisions
0: of my life and decided that I will not be running for reelection the United States Senate. Okay. So who gets it now? Well, there is a Trump endorsed candidate here in West Virginia. Of course, that would, again, bring the Senate to parity. And so you'd have uh, effectively controlled the Senate uh, decided here in this race by a man named Jim Justice, who was a Democrat, who flipped to the Republican Party live on stage with Donald Trump, and who recently told bureaucrats from Washington, D.C. Uh, to kiss his dog's ass. I kid you not, And then he brought his dog up on stage and flipped him around. So that you can kiss baby dogs behind.
3: Check this out.
2: Yes, sir, honey.
0: (laughs) Absolutely too many people doubted us.
2: They never believed in West Virginia. They never believed in West Virginia that we could do it. They never believed that the New Corps or the
0: Green Power or Owens and Minor, they never believed, they
2: never believed they'd be here. They told every bad joke in the world about us. And so from that standpoint, baby dog tells Vet Midler and all those out there.
0: To kiss my hiney. That's what that, that that clip ended in a weird spot, but whatever. Jim Justice, man. What a character. He's leading the polls. You're your looking at your next senator from West Virginia. What a wild time we live in. What an entertaining time we live in. Uh, now, uh, Ari Fleischer, handicapped, political handicapper from the Bush administration, is saying that Manchin's going to run for president against Joe Biden. That's crazy. Joe Biden has a couple Democrats now running against him, Cornell West. Jill Stein just announced that she's running for president now. And of course, now with RFK, Cornell West, Jill Stein... Um, dude, this is not going to be great for Joe Joe Biden's already in a really weak spot. How bad is the spot that Joe Biden is in? Check this out. out. This is the polling again, fresh, hot off the presses published one hour ago. Swing state polling, Trump up three in Nevada, eight in Georgia, four in Pennsylvania, two in Arizona, Wisconsin. They are even Trump was down in Wisconsin. Now they're even. And Biden is up two in Michigan, baby. We will see. We will see what happens. Joe Biden uh, was on stage seconds ago and was incapable of putting a, a t-shirt on. Uh, this happened about an hour ago at a an event live. Uh, Joe Biden tried to put on a t-shirt and failed. Uh, has anybody ever had like a relative who has dementia who's in a nursing home care facility and has to be dressed every single day? It looks very much like that clip. This is a very, come here, come here, Grandpa. Let's go. Okay, put the diaper on. Very much like that clip. Also, uh, if you do have a relative who has this unfortunate thing happen to them, they tend to like yell and scream and not be able to modulate their voice, much like Joe Biden. Well, i watched it before i watched it as a kid i watched it as a senator i watched what happened in my community it changed everything <laughs> chill out grandpa chill out calm down i watched what's happened our guest for the program is somebody who knows quite a bit about wardrobe malfunctions somebody who knows quite a bit about who's wearing what in politics Somebody who has yelled on occasion, but only in the sweetest of possible voices. Our special guest for the program today to handicap and to, I guess, stick her heel into some of the uh, heels on stage last night the Republican debate, the great Ashley St. Clair joins the program.
2: Ashley, (laughs) welcome to
1: (laughs) welcome
0: to in the arena. We uh, had a exciting time at the Republican debate last night, and I was really excited to speak with you today about Nikki Haley and her comment that her heels are ammunition. Now, I have never worn heels. That is something that I can test to you ever. However, uh, maybe heels are ammunition. I don't know. Please explain that to me.
2: I think Nikki Haley is just one sick puppy who can't get war off her mind. So she thinks everything is ammunition that she can shoot at little brown kids in the Middle East. That's what I think. <laughs> Nikki Haley's a warmonger. If you read her tweets from that night, it's just like war. We need to eliminate Hamas. Also, we can't eliminate Hamas without eliminating Iran. So you want World War Three? <laughs> and then you have her son who's also posting um, Comparison to Vivek next to Pennywise. He's trying so hard not to get drafted when, if his mother becomes president. (laughs) So she's just a warmonger. I think she's a a sick, sick lady. I don't think what Vivek said was that bad. If you listen to it, he said there's two people wearing three inch heels on stage, okay? So he was talking about Ronnie too, and his boots that he likes. They're made for walking. His little cowboy boots. And uh, Vivek (laughs) is innocent.
0: So we do actually, I mean, I was planning on getting to this later in the interview, but we might as well just go there, Rolls-Royce. We might as well just go there. We do have the video assets of you talking about the DeSantis heels. I would like to actually jump into that because you you did inspire one of the best lines of the night. Uh, Ashley St. Clair, let's toss that up, Royce. Ashley St. Clair has uh, gone in on Ron DeSantis wearing heels. Now, can you please explain to me Uh, what, what we are witnessing here on screen.
2: I'm just getting ready.
0: (laughs) You started a war, Ashley. You started the first, like a fashion war in, in presidential history. Uh, and this has been a major struggle session with, with DeSantis. This trended worldwide. Uh, Ron DeSantis wearing heels. Where did this come from?
2: So it was a popular meme for a while. People had been discussing Ron DeSantis and whether or not he was wearing heels for quite some time. Because if you look at the way his his foot presses, there it is, the way his foot presses against there. I've only seen that with the boots. And I decided to make a little funny. I was just being lighthearted. And I said, POV. You're Ron DeSantis getting ready and I pulled up my stilettos. But apparently some people did not like that. They took it very seriously. And the last thing you should do if you're getting made fun of is let people know that it upsets you because that's where more jokes come
0: from.
2: (laughs) 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 So as soon as people saw that that upset uh, particular individuals, uh, it was off to the races from there.
0: It's so true though, right? Like if you're clearly Nikki Haley last night, was off, thrown off kilter, right? She was unsteady. And that's why she couldn't even speak English, right? Keep my daughter's name out of your voice. Huh? What are you talking about? My heels are ammunition. It makes be like, it really makes no sense. Do you have brain damage? Sit down. Like what's going on? Like, have you, have you been eating your own cluster bombs? It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. And she was, she was really, she really was thrown off. Uh, But the DeSantis campaign was thrown. They haven't been able to make a joke about this, right? So, I, I argued that, like, you just, to, to, to defang this, to de- devenomize this, you just take your shoe off, right, in public. That's all you do. You take your shoe off in public, you, like, you shake it around, you make a joke out of it, you'd make a tweet, and you devenomize the whole thing, right? Benny, you've Is been they- fired from a media company. Yeah, I have been fired from a media company. Let's go. Roast me every single one of them. Like, you just,
2: you embrace it, right? Yeah, you have to lean into the joke. And I think that really. It was highlighted on that Patrick Bitt David episode where even Patrick Bitt David is making light of this and he's trying to give Ron the boots and Ron says, I can't accept gifts. And it's, it's that lack of humor, that lack of connection that really, whether it's fair or unfair, people just don't feel connected to it. And I truly believe this entire thing would have gone away if he did exactly what you said, Benny. And he just took the boot off. He leaned into it but I truly believe that he probably wasn't even aware of the scale of the jokes uh, from his comms team. I feel like he was probably uh, sheltered from that and, who you surround yourself with this is why it's so important to choose a good team especially when you're a politician because that could make or break him if he has a team member who's saying hey this funny meme is going around let's joke about it let's make a TikTok. let's make a video uh, mocking this but he wasn't given that and so i do have empathy for ron in that regard that i feel like he's really just surrounded himself with a not very with it team, a team that doesn't really understand internet and meme culture, because this yes. could have been something that put him up in the polls. This could have made people connect with him and say, wow, that was a really funny response. But instead, people are just calling him Dick Cheney in three-inch heels.
0: Yeah, it could have given him an extra <laughs> inch, Ashley. It could have raised his stature. Do you believe, like, in your heart of hearts that he wears heels, that he has some kind of special feature in his shoes that makes um, him Um
2: uh, I, I believe he probably has lifts because it, there's not really a way for your foot to hit the shoe like that <laughs> unless there's a significant lift.
0: So significant lift last night. Uh, Vivek had a good night. I know that you've traveled with Vivek. You went to the border with him or something. Uh,
2: I, did. Can you, I Can you explain that? yeah Yeah, the wanted to go down and assess the situation at the southern border i actually have an interview with him right after he was at the border uh coming up tonight at 8 p.m through bpr but it was he wanted to see exactly what was going on in a similar way that elon did or anybody else who's gone down there he wanted to see it with his own eyes and say all right what are the common sense solutions to this why are there so many people coming over when i was down there the first time I had watched maybe 400 cross in the span of 30 minutes. I had watched border patrol aid by cutting the barbed wire. They were really doing that. (laughs) That's not just a- a You saw them cut barbed wire?
0: Yes. You saw them live cut barbed wire with cheese.
2: Yes, yes. We had a video of it that we posted. They are, what's happening is Texas National Guard is placing the barbed wire barriers and then border patrol is coming by and cutting it open as soon as Texas National Guard leaves. It's crazy.
0: So, I mean, what what, like, what was what was your takeaway of traveling with Vivek?
2: I think he has some of the most common sense solutions. He's very quick. He's very human. Uh, too many people knock him for being, you know, what was it, Chris Christie who called him ChatGPT. He's just very articulate. Um, you know, I joke that he came out of the birth canal and taught his mother how to speak. Um, <laughs> he's, he's really common sense. The way he torched the media that was for all of us. That is what all of us have been wanting to say to the media because they so bastardized our consciousness and our humanity and the things that we care about. And especially in this new digital age, that is so dangerous uh, because we have all of these systems now that are going to start making recommendations for humanity based on what we input. And when that's a dishonest version of humanity, a dishonest version of what we care about, we don't care about what NBC is talking about, we don't care about what CNN, and even in some regards Fox News, we don't care. But this is what's fed to us all the time, and finally, with people like you and citizen journalism on X and these other platforms, we're really able to give a more honest version of humanity and the things that people care about.
0: I'm kind of surprised that Elon hasn't weighed in. Elon would be a great debate moderator. So would Tucker. <laughs> like, you're you're kidding, right? Like, you haven't asked Joe Rogan, the most listened to man on Earth, Tucker Carlson, right? The most watched man, the most watched show on Earth, on X, to moderate a debate. They ne- they've never even thought of it.
2: Be- no, I think they probably have thought about it, Benny, but th- that would they wouldn't go on that network, right? Tucker would want to do something on X. Elon would want to do something on X. Joe Rogan would want to do it on his platform, but they want those ad dollars. They want to put it on broadcast that nobody watches. They want to make it difficult. Okay, we have to go buy this streaming service to get it. It's a nightmare. And it's all about their bottom line because they know they're not going to have a bottom line much longer. They know people are not that stoked on them anymore. So they are really squeezing this for everything they got. I... I really wish that we could do a debate on acts. I think someone like Elon or Joe Rogan or Tucker would be totally open to moderating it. And I'm not quite sure why that discussion is not being had about doing some sort of independent debate. But maybe that'll change after Vivek's remarks last night.
0: Yeah, totally. Because it really, like, fried a number of systems inside of the brains of Republicans. Because if you just posit the question, like, Kristen Welker lied to you. Like, she, like Breitbart had a fact check. They did like the twenty times that Kristen Welker uh, posited the Russia collusion hoax, right? As, as, as real. And so, why are you? Why is this lady being rewarded with money, for lying to Republicans, defaming Donald Trump, and also stealing from Donald Trump's first term? Because, of course, the entire administration was handicapped. We, like, how unbelievably cut is our party that we reward people? who like actively try and lie to destroy us. It's such a messed
2: up system. But it's, it's built that way, Benny. And I think you and I are both aware of this, right? There's rumors going around that Ronna McDaniel, Daniel was so upset at the at Vivek that she could be heard in the audience of the debate saying that we're not gonna give Vivek any money. That is the way this entire thing is built. It's all built on that paycheck. They're good little servants for the system. And then they, you know, they say, please, sir, may we have some more? And <laughs> they do whatever they want just for that paycheck.
0: Yeah, but there never, there never seems to be any consequences. Like consequence would be like, no, you don't get a debate, right? Like that would that would stick. You know, you you peddled the Rush Glue. You apologize publicly for this, and, and then you can start the process of applying for a debate. But no, nothing ever.
2: That's the worst part of the, it's not even so much the lying. People get things wrong, right? They were fed a fake dossier from Hillary Clinton and and they could maybe hide under that. But it's the refusal to correct the record that is really sinister to me. That even when they know they're wrong, even when more information comes out, there's no correction of the record here.
0: So we have a poll here. Royce, can we pull up that poll from what words best sum up the performance of each candidate? I want to talk through this with you, Ashley, uh, because Vivek, like, Actually, based on the polling, I crushed. Uh, Who's, and and I think you'll care about this. I know that you work uh, with and for the Babylon Bee. Who was the funniest candidate? Vivek wins. Who's the most persuasive? Uh, Vivek wins. Uh, uh, Most charming, uh, most well-spoken, also Vivek. Um, Ron DeSantis wins most presidential and strongest. Uh, But Vivek also gets most aggressive and most smarmy. (laughs) (laughs) Your (laughs) your take on your take on this?
2: I don't know how they think that the woman and the other candidates who want to start World War III are not the most aggressive who wanna go bomb people in the Middle East are not the most aggressive. God forbid, Vivek calls out the truth and says, hey, can you please tell us who the hell you're running in 2024? Because we know it's not this guy, the corpse from Weekend at Bernie's, we know he's not gonna be it. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, uh, I would say from, (laughs) I think Chris Christie is the, the funniest objectively, like just his entire caricature I am obsessed with the idea of Chris Christie having his own ridiculous reality show. And I know that will never happen, but I think he is the most, I think he's the funniest objectively. And I would agree that the vake wins in all the other categories.
0: I would absolutely watch. I would watch that (laughs) reality show. And I care very much about our generation because I I feel like there's this just monstrous disconnect. You touched on it. Uh, I want to bring in the rest of our panel, uh, ALX and Danny D'Urbina, who are very, very much uh, extensively online, very online people, just like Ashley. And I just want to ask, because I think it's important people of our generation never get a chance to like be on a show i think we should start programming with younger people uh in order to sort of understand like what is what's the energy what's the vibe here because i'm sitting there looking at i was in the i was in the second row and i'm looking at twitter i'm looking at x sorry dead name in twitter and at, like, tw- <laughs> twitter is melting down to the core It makes the number one trend everywhere and then i w- go to sleep i wake up in the morning and it's like uh every corporate media outlet's like nikki haley won the election it Says who? like wait what is she threatening them with her heels?
4: Yeah, that's pr- that's probably it. I mean, anyone who was online last night saw that. Like Vivek, like you said in that in the documentary, like he took the oxygen out of the entire you know place. That's all everyone was thinking about the entire rest of the night after that opening statement. Um, everyone online was talking about it. Um, it got the most traction. It trended number one. Um, and then you know, corporate media got their their kick at things. So they showed what they wanted to show from the debate. Um, they probably showed the like one-liners from from Nikki Haley, and then the whole TikTok thing. You know, she probably thought that was an, an own, um, but and just like, "Oh yeah, um,
0: <laughs> keep <laughs> your mouth say? out of my <laughs> voice." Yeah, she went Paul Will that, Smith. That was not yeah, in English.
4: <laughs> I don't even know what that was but i'm like that wasn't an own like you fumbled the bag there
0: <laughs> so uh danny i like your screen behind you that's real that's really good that <laughs> is a uh, cultural appropriation my friend against uh white people
3: <laughs> i guess i don't know
0: orange people uh your thoughts on the- well, so everyone's-
3: runs to write the article
0: so everyone's saying everyone's saying like uh, they-, so they use this nikki haley clip like don't you talk about my daughter uh on TikTok? uh everyone on this panel is 20, you know, in their twenties, what is it? Is, is this a proper critique? Should presidential candidates be on TikTok? What's the takeaway?
3: Um, I, so I think the big, is kind of taking a, a good, a good stance here where it's like we're, if we want to reach the next generation to actually be a sustainable movement, it's not necessarily a bad idea to reach out. Um, at least he's making an effort. Um, and Nikki Haley just kind of got totally triggered by that. Um, but what was really interesting about last night is, I mean, we were on Twitter X, The
0: whole. Uh Oh, Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Danny has an issue with his audio. Danny's mic uh, popped off. There you go. Danny, you back on? Can you hear me? There you go. Gotcha.
3: Gotcha now. Okay. I think my AirPods died, but we'll go off this. You're (laughs) live. So we're doing it live. Um, So, yeah, Vivek, it was just like nonstop clips coming in. People were super amped about it. Um, and of course, this morning you saw the. I mean, he roasted the corporate media to their face, and so this morning they're just like going in trying to get revenge. Um, but what Vivek said was right. I mean, they're losing power, um, and so it, it, it's not sticking, right? Like the, the people on Twitter were amped about what, what Vivek was saying, and and like X is kind of the new media. It's not. It's not the corporate media anymore. Um, so he was totally right in what he said.
0: Like Ashley, what would you ki- well, like? What? 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 I would probably. Any day, any day of the week, I would take a uh, positive Babylon B headline over a New York positive New York Times headline.
3: And
2: I would take like, yeah, I I just dove into this. I'll I'll pull it up here shortly. I just posted this. The New York Times has a history of being wrong. If the New York Times predicts that you're going to fail, you're probably a genius. The New York Times wrongly (laughs) predicted the fail of the iPhone most people don't know this, but two months before the Wright brothers flew their first yep. plane, yep. the New York Times predicted we would not be able to fly for between 5 and 10 million years, Benny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? <laughs> so, this is not a new thing. We like to pretend like the New York Times used to be the arbiters of truth because they did a couple good things like the Pentagon papers, but they even they predicted broadcast television. wrong. They said nobody's going to watch TV. they got better things to do. They said no one's going to buy an iPhone. They said a plethora of things that have been wrong, especially about the new and up and comers, the new age, they've been wrong historically. So, I definitely think they're wrong on the vague. And for them to put Nikki Haley as the front runner, give me a break.
0: Didn't Paul Krugman say the internet was going to be a, tr- a fad, like a fax machine? <laughs> yeah. Paul Krugman said that in the page <laughs> was, of the New York Times. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. And so, are we, yes. I'm not a big TikToker, okay? We do have a TikTok account. I don't have TikTok on my phone. We just sort of upload our shorts content to it. Like, but uh, well, like, uh, is is the Republican Party wildly out of step on this issue? And then secondarily, Ashley, uh, you know, I have kids. I know you have kids like, well, mm, e- like, like, is it hypocritical to uh, attack Hunter Biden? And then to say, like, you can't touch my adult children, though, like well, if I'm if that's a liability for me.
2: Well, I think framing it that way is. It's not accurate to what Vivek said. Vivek was not, we have to be very clear, Vivek was not attacking Nikki Haley's daughter. Vivek was saying it's important to be on TikTok because that's where the young people are, including your daughter. And that is the most absurd thing about them pulling this all out because he's absolutely right about that. That is where young people are. And the Republicans have lost so much of Gen Z. They're not able to reach them because uh, TikTok's bad, it spies on you. Okay, well, just like the rest of everything else that we use, Google's doing the same thing. Amazon's doing the same thing, the Alexa in your house is doing the same thing. So I, I absolutely think we need to be more up with the times. The Republican party so outdated. I joke all the time that my kid might have class in the metaverse. Um, we're in a totally new age and we really can't apply these rules that used to apply to traditional media to what's happening right now. I'm happy that Vivek is on TikTok. I wish more people were on TikTok. Guess what? Whatever you got in your phone, it's not that interesting. The government probably already has. <laughs>
0: uh, a- 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 ALX, your thoughts? Is, uh, is Was this comment... I mean, it, it, this this is getting outside coverage because it's the only other time that like Sparks flew they can't talk about the opening statement because it's too yeah. devastating to the corporate press. I mean, is this, this is a shell game, isn't it?
4: Yeah. And the only, the other point that he could have made and, you know, working with social media, we all have like multiple phones and stuff. So, and, right. and working on a campaign, they probably have multiple phones. The point you could have made is to address like data concerns or whatever. I have a campaign phone with just my campaign information on it. Um, so that way he's, number one addressing the security concerns and then number two reaching the audience he's intending um he he doesn't need to put it on his personal phone with all his personal information if that's you know a concern there um but yeah i i don't think like for for nikki haley to um to say that like her her daughter or yeah her daughter is on there um and then she's going to be strong on TikTok, and you know she's calling out vivek for having a campaign account like um Think about it this way: She's in the same house on the same Wi-Fi with her daughter, so that's more of a national security risk than Vivek having a campaign account. Um, she's you know been I mean? in like,
0: her daughter's TikToks. I've seen them. Like, I, yeah. I've seen, I've seen them. She's been. Yeah, so in- it's all. Like
4: it's a secret. She's aware. She's aware of it.
0: So, okay. Final question, and this was a big one. Alex, I know that you are very close with Elon. Ashley, I know you are very close with Elon just straight up like in your guys's Menchies day and night, would you want Elon Musk to moderate a debate? What would that even look like?
4: Oh, yes. Uh, I would like all three of them, Tucker, Elon, and Joe Rogan, all at once. And to address the concern that people would have, they're like, oh, this would just be right-wing people talking and patting each other on the back. It's like, take the example of Tucker Carlson going one by one and, you know, murdering the careers of each of the GOP (laughs) candidates on the Blaze stage. You really think that that was, like, patting them on the back and, like, you know, a whole, you know a cheerleading session or whatever, like those were tougher questions than any of the questions asked at any of the debates. For example, one of the last questions at the last debate, what are you doing uh, for the Spanish speaking voters? It's like, what kind of a question is that at a Republican debate? It's like, really? Um, So yeah, I would like all three of them on stage uh, because they would have a variety of different questions and they would be a lot more interesting and more in tune with the Republican base than any of the questions we've heard so far. Um, as far as what it would look like, I mean, it would be hard to have an exclusive because, you know, Tucker and Elon would be partial to X and then Joe Rogan is like the Spotify deal or whatever. Um, so I don't know exactly what it would look like on, on that front, but to see it live streamed on X exclusively would be, you know, pretty interesting.
2: I would have to agree with ALX here. I think that would be fantastic. I would especially love seeing Joe Rogan. I think the questions that Joe Rogan would come out, up with would be very populist. Some of them might have a more liberal uh, slant. It would be very cultural. I think it would be the most watched political debate ever if they were yes. to do this. And I think yes. the are to do it, but the problem is th- the left would never agree to do this. But if if it was a debate that had people from both sides, I think that would just destroy the internet, but maybe we can make it happen. Maybe there'll be a debate with, uh, Elon, Joe Rogan and Tucker moderating. One can hope.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was like, right. Wouldn't it be great to have two moderators where they're like, hi, I'm the Democrat and I'm the Republican. And I'm going to ask questions based on the, the opinions and the concerns of both of my base, like the base, right. And just be upfront with it. Danny was final question here. You're the youngest person on the panel. Was any millennial like reached or even convinced last night of of anything or Gen Z, like convinced of anything. I think did, did I, young I think voters thought, even get any outreach at all from the RNC last night?
3: At least we saw some fire like clips that are now going to be like broadcast all over TikTok and X and Instagram, different platforms. So that, I think that's how you're going to reach people. Uh, I think Vivek's message especially is going to reach um the, the younger audience. But yeah, like. I don't understand why the RNC has this addiction to losing where they're like choosing moderators whose favorite movies are probably Captain Marvel and Hamilton um, and like registered Democrats. Like, I I don't understand why that is. Um, And they're anointing these these hosts that are I was I mean, I was monitoring their YouTube stream last night. They had these live comments on the sidebar live checking their candidates. I'm Like, why are you doing this? This is it makes no sense to put your candidates through that. Um, so you're not reaching anyone. And uh, yeah, I think I think Elon Musk, Tucker, and uh, Joe Rogan would be a, a big step above who we have uh, moder- moderating these debates right now.
0: You know what? Just speaking of a big step, Ron DeSantis wearing heels, ladies and gentlemen. The heel, Ash- Ashley, I just can't believe you. I just, I can't I can't believe it. Not only do you, do you have the heels trending, it's all over like the feed and everyone, has- now he has to ask questions about it. But like, it was also a question at the debate last night. So bravo to you.
2: Whoops, it's manslaughter. I didn't mean to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this uh just this, the
2: manslaughter. Strategy.
0: This uh this we're this pa-
3: we're all the of, of a major election here, some more than others, but <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. uh thank you very much, uh everyone. This this entire panel slaughtered. Uh appreciate all of you. God's manslaughter.
2: Thank you, Benny. Awesome.
3: <laughs> See ya. Hey, hey,
0: hey, we got your good news for the day. Okay. This is our, this has been our show. You're like, you, you get it, you make it, I make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. Okay. This has been our first show. Things go smoother, right? As you get through the branding of the show and sort of the way the segments go and everything. But uh, we wanted to, we wanted to throw a heater at you for this one. I, I'm like very, very excited about the, the, the prospect of this show and also about the, just the concept of it. I mean, I, I named, Named my son Theodore, after all. So we want to bring you good news, right? We want you to be uplifted. We want in the arena, much like the speech in the arena, to be an uplifting tome uh, that that gives you a pep in your step. And so we will always end on good news. Our good news, ladies and gentlemen, from the day, is that Jeffrey Epstein has had his flight logs officially subpoenaed by Congress. This will be very good uh, for us to see. Uh, who Who are the real feminists, actually? Like, wouldn't the real feminists be concerned about holding Bill Clinton accountable for what he did on Epstein Island? I mean, he did fly on Jeffrey Epstein's plane 26 times. I think think that's important. Have they ever had to answer any questions about that? Marsha Blackburn, the senator from Tennessee, had this to say in Congress just moments ago. Watch.
2: And since we're in the business of issuing subpoenas now, here are a few more that I've filed a subpoena to Jeffrey Epstein's estate to provide the flight logs for his private plane. Given the numerous allegations of human trafficking and sexual abuse surrounding Mr. Epstein, I think it is very important that we identify everybody that was on that plane and how many trips they took on that plane and the destinations to which they arrived.
0: Hey man, we are here about accountability. That's what In the Arena is about. We are going to go and we are going to see, ladies and gentlemen, how the sausage is made. Boy, that is, uh, that, it, that, it, that, may, maybe, maybe I should rephrase that. Uh, we are going to, that is a, that, the, the wrong, wrong idea in the head. Wrong idea in the head. In fact, if, actually, if you want some, if you want some dirty jokes, Ted Cruz was telling them on our next. On our next In the Arena episode, we will be heading to Washington, D.C. and interviewing Ted Cruz. will be traveling through Washington, D.C., showing you a city in decline and in total chaos uh, brought by, I guess, anarchists, supposedly, that is now creeping up to the doors of those who actually vote and voted for the chaos. And so maybe that's a good thing. Ted Cruz will take us on a uh, one-man tour through the apocalyptic hellscape that is Washington, D.C. on our next episode of In the Arena here on Tenet Media. We are very excited for this partnership and we are, well, inspired, ladies and gentlemen, because it's fun to actually see the way it all works. It's wonderful to get an opportunity to tell these stories and to show you uh, what's actually going on in in your government. You may not like it all, Right? You maybe you don't like Vivek. Maybe you would hate Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz here wrote this uh, to me in his book. Benny, if you ever loosen up and stop being such a shy, timid wallflower, you'll go far. (laughs) That's what we're out here for, right? We're going to show you like how it actually works. The the transparency uh, is the most important thing. The truth shall set you free, and we wish to set you free here, in the arena on Tenant Media. It's your host, Benny. See you next week.